The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speaker. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice from your own physician. Hi, everybody. We are so very happy to organize this talk session in NAS 2022. Uh, I'm very happy to set up this course with the two key opinion readers of endoscopic fusion surgery. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Professor J.S. Lukim, practicing at Seoul St. Mary Hospital, the Catholic University of Korea. I have been dedicated to the MRS endoscopic spine surgery since 2006. And let me introduce my two colleagues, Don. My name is Don Young Park, and I'm from Los Angeles. I currently am an associate professor at uh, UCLA, and uh, I am also the vice chair for quality and safety for the Department of Orthopedic Surgery. Javier. Hello, my name is Javier Quillolvera. Uh, I'm currently um, a, a spinal surgeon, neurospinal surgeon, and uh, clinical neurology professor at the Anahuac University in Querétaro City, Mexico. So appreciate uh, Javier and Ton. Uh, are you ready to train a, a discussion today? Yeah, I'm sure. Ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, let's dive right in. We are facing new error actually. Now is the more and more surgeons adopt uh, adopting the endoscopic surgery, not only the compression and fusion surgery in the United States and across the globe, right? It's a very fantastic. Both of you guys, I think you are so amazing. Looks like rising star in the area of endoscopic fusion surgery. I'm so very happy to have you today. And uh, my first question for Javier, yeah. yeah. Can you briefly explain what kind of endoscope fusion available at uh, the moment? Yeah, sure. Well, Professor, uh, basically there are mm -hmm. two, two kinds of uh, spinal endoscopic fusion procedures. Mm -hmm. Both are uh, wear-based endoscopic procedures. The first one is um, the uniport endoscopic yeah. uh, tea leaf. You mean uh, the full endoscope? Yeah, the full endoscope. So you can use a, a, a uniport endoscopy to put the cage and deliver the cage into the intervertebral space. Uh, mm -hmm. The second one is the biport endoscopic fusion. Uh, also, it's a wear-based procedure, but you are working with your two hands, and you can uh, reach the intervertebral space with your two hands with more comfortable and versatility uh, compared to uniportal endoscopy. You are working uh, in a separate channel mm -hmm. than the uniportal endoscopy. So that's the answer. Okay. Well, noted. And uh, Ton, so can you explain what kind of difference, I mean, the pros and cons between the uniportal and bipolar endoscopy? Sure. The uniportal full endoscopic mm -hmm. approach it involves the uh, more extraframinal kind of uh, approach into Camden's triangle. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's some limitations in terms of disc height loss and, uh, and in terms of the foraminal space yeah. for yeah. the endoscope and also for uh, instrument placement and cage placement. And so there's some limitations with that. Mm -hmm. You know, there could be injury to the exiting yeah. nerve root, the DRG. Uh, and uh, uh, also the size of the cage uh, would be very uh, um, right. limiting because of the, the, the channel that you're working with. 
With bipodal, it's an interlaminar approach. So with the interlaminar approach, you're creating space mm -hmm. surgically to then enter into the canal and develop the uh, the same mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know interval that you would for uh, MIS TLF or even open TLF, where you you know identify the anatomy, the disc space, and creates the uh, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, uh, the fusion uh, in, you know, interbody fusion in, in the interlaminar space. So there's much more room and more, I think, uh, 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 flexibility in that. Yeah, that's a great point. So it looks like a similar question for you. Uh, what sort of the technology is required for better outcome? What, what do you think about that? For the, you can make the better performance as surgeons, or you can, we have to have some more better solution, technical, technology, right, aspect, mm -hmm. what kind of? Expert the, there. The thing that really I think will make uh, an endoscopic TLF successful, as well as any mm -hmm. TLF really, is I think in my mind expandable cages. Yeah. And so, um, you know, expandable cages not just in one dimension, uh, but uh, multiple dimensions. So right now there's uh, there are cages that can go uh, in, in two dimensions. So medial and lateral mm -hmm. opens up wide, get a larger footprint, and then in height. Uh, and so, you know, there's technology now where we're not just limited in terms of the narrow cage that uh, we can put into this space, um, and, and we can now create more space when we're in the disk space, yeah. but we start that uh, process in a smaller state and then expand it into a larger state. Right. I think that's a, a huge uh, technological advance. Also surface technology, getting you know the, the end plates uh, of the cages to uh, fuse in-growth, on-growth uh, onto the cages right. Right. is, is a, a huge advantage for immediate stability. Yeah. And then with wide surface area and bone grafting, uh, you know, specialized uh, uh, 3D printed cages, all of those things, all the technology we have now we just have you know pieces of that we can then try to combine yeah, yeah. into uh, the ideal uh, implant. There's sort of the combination of the biologs and the mechanical right yes. evolution. So, however, you are a very unique guy. You are doing the bipodal and unipodal fusion. Yeah, you are great performance in the area of the endofusion surgery. For now, we are rec we are talking about for audience. Right, the NAS member, there are a lot of the surgeons that they are willing to learn the endoscope, the yeah. fusion as well. So, as a one of the expert, you guys, and what kind of the advice for you, for them, right? Yeah, first, uh, my advice is get involved in uh, different academic uh, uh, jobs regarding endoscopy. For example, get involved in Calavero workshops. Uh, uh, stay with an uh, expert and pass, for example, passing some uh, days or weeks with an expert learning how to perform both techniques or especially one uniportal or biportal uh, endoscopic fusion. Uh, then, uh, as uh, Don said before, you need to uh, follow the, your plan as a normal to live. You, you need to accomplish the goals that you are planning before. So endoscopic fusion is similar to a any other tea leaf, but yeah. you are using different technology to reach that goal, in this case, endoscopy. But these are my advices. Okay. So, uh, Don, uh, let me hear your story. You you are practicing in UCLA. Uh, 
how can he <laughs> learn the endosurgery and how how can how it is possible to perform the great performance in endofusion surgery? Well, right. my journey, I was, I was trained with minimally invasive spine yeah. surgery with tubes and microscope, and I had practiced that way for 10 years. And then uh, I, I learned actually in NAS 2019 mm -hmm. with the endoscopic uh, workshop, uh, the fundamentals of uniportal and biportal ah, the, endoscopy. The NAS has a kind mm -hmm. of workshop there. Yep. Yeah. That was the first exposure. Yeah, right. And I actually met Dr. Donghua Ha yeah. and Chon Wong Park yeah. there. Great guys. Uh, and also right. Hyun Sung Kim. Yeah. So very influential uh, endoscopy masters from Korea. And um, then, you know, pandemic hit. And so then uh, I was still interested and wanted to learn uh, endoscopy. I went to courses, eloquence courses, and, yeah. you, know, you know, really tried to learn as much as possible. And eventually went to Korea and visited, you know, uh, the masters and watched them, like uh, Javier was saying. Uh, and I just absorbed as much information as possible and, and uh, uh, learned what you can do with the technique. And what's amazing is that, you know, Dr. Ha and Dr. Park, you know, they've really created this into a science where you yeah, learn right. this technique, yeah. you can avoid complications, you can make mm -hmm. it safe, you can make it effective and efficient. And that's where, it, it, you know, it was really impressive for me to be able to come home and start doing this on my own because I didn't feel like I was reinventing the wheel. I didn't feel like I was starting from scratch. I was just, you know, basically riding the shoulders of the of the masters who mm -hmm. really went through all of the learning and all of the the, yeah. the hard work, and <laughs> I'm just enjoying the uh, the benefit of that. <laughs> you truly met the Jedi master, right? Yes. And pick up the brain. <laughs> yes. yeah. Okay, another question for you. Uh, What's going on the endoscopic fusion acceptance in, in the United States? Right? What do you think about that? Well, I, I think that there's interest for sure. Uh, it just you know the adopt adoption is quite low. I mean, uh, I think many uh, surgeons are still adopting MIS TLF and MIS fusion right now. Um, but as more trainees get mm. exposed and as more residents and fellows see what we can do, mm -hmm. then I think that it will rise uh, uh, in the future. But right now, it's pretty low in terms of adoption. Yeah. So we know the, you cannot highlight the importance of embryo spine care. But do you think the, the endoscopic fusion, compared to the non-endoscopic MIS fusion, is really a good solution for that? I think that's the best solution. Okay. Especially with the biportal technique, because um, you know there are some uh, benefits with less cost in terms of equipment that you mm -hmm. need to uh, bring in. Usually, the equipment is already at the yeah. ambulatory yeah. surgery centers, okay. and so you're really just bringing in the the extra added equipment for the T lift part uh, and um, and maybe some of the spinal instruments. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know the ability to do the endo T lift, I think, is a lot uh, easier than uh, an MIS TLF in the, in the ambulatory surgery center. And then there's, I, I think there's uh, the added benefit of uh, you know, reduced pain after surgery. So yeah. they can go home pretty quickly after surgery. Sure. Uh, there are studies that show that, you know, there's short-term benefit of the endoscopic uh, TLF as compared to MIS TLF with less back pain, yeah. you know, even for one week, but still, you know, uh, yeah. patients, you know, are more comfortable going home. Right. 
So, Javier, what, yeah. is, what is your future perspective, the end of fusion? Is very suit well with some sort of the technology advance, the navigation, robot, and the augmented reality? What do you think about the end of fusion future? Yeah, uh, I think this, this endoscopy is moving very fast. Mm -hmm. And we publish, for example, the association of biportal endoscopy with uh, intraoperative navigation before. So we can use a lot of technologies and apply in the endoscopy technique to improve the technique to make more safe for the patient. So yeah, we have navigation, robotics, augmented reality to perform better procedures and more safer procedures for the people. So I think yeah, technology, enabling technologies for endoscopy Okay, everybody, thank you very much. Uh, I actually have to confess, in my early career, with the full endoscopy, I just treated the simple discarnation, right? It's already passed, passed, has passed, right? Now, with the great uh, endoscopic technical, mm, surgical uh, technology advancement, we are facing the big error. Uh, but I think we need to uh, get some more the scientific data, right? Also, but anyway, at the moment, I, I guess the for better outcome for endofusion surgery, we need to some add on the as you mentioned the expansion or multi-direction on the expansion of case and 3D printing and some sort of the technical uh, add-on with the uh, navigation robot. And I think my personal uh, gut feeling about that, the multi-dimensional expansion in a cage will be the final piece of the grand picture. That, that is one of the, the solution at the moment, the big solution. We don't know the future, but we need to embrace uh, that kind of the solution for the patient outcome. That's my final, yeah, that's it. So appreciate Don and Park for your excellent talk and discussion. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, Professor. You.